Thank you very much, Jen. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Ms. Dana. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was wondering if I was in this room by myself. Check out Michigan. I can make it bounce. <laughs> everybody <laughs> and welcome to the fake ass radio show on Podbean, at least for now and strangelabel.com i am your host scavs d right out the gate i gotta say congrats to our fearless leaders over at uh, wfod the wheelbarrow full of dicks on uh recording their 500th episode last week god gene can you believe that shit? Jesus fucking Christ, that's a lot of, that's a lot of recording. That's Good a job, man. hell of a milestone there. Hell that's of a milestone. Holding it down, that's that's amazing. 500 shows? Yeah, man. They did that shit in like 10 years. Like wow. 510 years? Wow. Dude, at our rate, Gene, <laughs> realistically, uh, we should be recording our 500th episode in like 25 years from now. <laughs> right. <laughs> we be doing sabbaticals and shit over here quite frequently. Right. <laughs> I honestly hope that I'm be fucking dead by then. <laughs> right. Gene, you're probably going to outlive me. So, um, you know, make sure that our 500th episode is a good one. You know, maybe get like a stripper <laughs> riding the Sibian or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I, I will definitely do something in the honor of uh, Scab D, for sure. <laughs> if, if you don't make it to 500, man, I'll, I'll definitely make sure it's special. I promise. Coming up in the hour, we've got, uh, I don't know who we got music by. Ah, shit, Nori. No. We've got music from Nori, Nori, Method Man. Okay. And then you already heard... Gene Techman is in the house too already. You already heard my man. What up, Gene? Bloody butt boy. What's happening, my man? What's happening? Welcome back, buddy. Hey, had to had to do some traveling, took some time off, and um, I apparently am going to be taking more time off of work because uh, I, I, I called in, didn't feel too well, and everything is COVID right now. So I'm just like, all right, I'll just take the time off. <laughs> it's been <laughs> what? Oh, over a month since we dropped an episode for our hungry masses. Ah, uh, but yeah. we're at it again. We're going to get into all of it this week. You already know. Ah, for starters, uh, I meant to mention this show is brought to you by Copywritten Music. It's pretty much what sets your podcast apart from everybody else's. (laughs) Uh, We got in trouble again. Fucking trouble again. We got kicked off of uh, Podbean, our uh, podcast hosting platform, for a couple of weeks. 
And uh, we're not the only ones either. Well, we got some haters out there. What the, what the hell is going on, man? I don't know what's going on. Podbean man. is going after uh, podcasts that uh, play music. Like, come on, man. We're not even, like, like we ain't raking dough and off these tracks, man. Come on, let us play some music. We're helping promote your business, for crying out loud. In a sense, oh, we are. I mean, <laughs> I mean, aren't we, though? I mean... I mean, who who doesn't rip their music off of YouTube anyway already? Like, come on. Just, like, let us promote your shit, man. We're just like the hype men on this fucking sideline. Come on, man. They're, they're being greedy and stingy and shit. Yeah. This isn't the first time that uh, we've had problems like this. It's pretty much like how SoundCloud did us back in the day. Yeah. But uh, they hit WFOD first. I just mentioned them. Uh, I noticed that uh, I couldn't, uh, at the time, play the latest episode of the wheelbarrow full of dicks in any of my podcast apps. So uh, I immediately reached out to Mike over there because I'm a good friend and fellow podcaster as well. And I say to Mike, yo, man, something might be up with your latest episode. Uh, and I can't play this shit. I've tried several apps. I've restarted my phone. <laughs> I did a little WFOD podcast rain dance and uh, I still couldn't get that shit to play. And uh, that's when he informed me that they, uh, in fact, had been kicked off Podbean for two weeks mm. because they got pinched for playing music. Ah, yeah. hating ass haters. He also wrote, watch out, right back to me, uh, because they might come after you too. And uh, not even a day later, not even a fucking day later, I got an email, Podbean, subject, podcast takedown. And I was like, God damn it. Mm. <laughs> not again right fucking universal music group hating ass haters man got us again got us a fucking again uh this time for episode 38 fucking universal they're just fucking relentless mm -mm. they're just relentless mm -mm. yeah they were the motherfuckers that got us on soundcloud a few years ago too yeah man universal man there's some haters bro like what's going on like Man, ridiculous. They want they want every single last little penny they can get, huh? I, I bet you that's what it has to do with. They just want some type of like royalties and shit, man. Like, come on. We're just a little podcast, man. We're only on a handful of platforms. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even want to. We've done it already. We've talked about this on SoundCloud. That was like right around episode 105, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't even want to rehash it. It's a sore subject again. Yeah, we've said our piece already about how we feel about what we're doing. Yeah, you can re-listen episode 105 if you want. Want to hear our stance on this issue. Yeah, you already said, Gene, we ain't making no fucking money. We ain't making no fucking coin off this fucking show at all. Hey, Nothing. We're just doing our thing. Ah, we do this for fun. For free. A fucking bitch move to flag us for something that we make no money off of. And we're promoting you. We're promoting your music. It's your artist. Come on. Man, fucking Universal, man. Fuck Universal. Again. Motherfuckers. So, god damn it. Anyways, this week, uh, <laughs> yeah, we find ourselves wearing out our welcome on another podcast hosting site. So, <sighs> I'm sure it's just a matter of time before they fucking flag us for something else. So, uh, I guess audience size strongly suggests that anyone who loves our show and loves to re-listen, start downloading the whole archive for yourself because I have no clue. No clue how long we're going to be up on Podbean. And uh, I'm honestly not sure what our next move is going to be either. Yeah. Yeah. 
the uh, guys at WFOD have an idea about posting episodes to Patreon. All right, Patreon's another site. The only rub with uh, Patreon there is uh, listeners will actually have to pay to listen to us. Right, they're gonna have to subscribe in a sense. Yeah. yeah. So if we got to do that, that's what we got to do, man. We're not gonna charge much. We're not gonna charge an arm and a fucking leg. But uh, you know, you might have to shell out, you know, twelve bucks a year to hear us. You know, a dollar a month, something like that. That's not a lot either. Not a lot either. But that's probably gonna be our only move after this. <laughs> if we want to keep doing the show the way we've been doing it, man, motherfuckers might have to open up their wallet a little bit. Hey. Just a little bit. So, yeah, that's why I guess this is probably a good time to go over to the uh, fake ass radio show Patreon page and familiarize yourself. I guess uh, <laughs> it's uh, patreon.com backslash fake ass radio. All right, you might actually have to type that into your browser. So, check it out, folks. Yeah, we'll swag you out too. If we go up on there, we have to start charging you. We'll swag you out, man. We'll get some merch. We'll get some merch here soon. We'll give you all the bells and whistles and shit, all right? Hell yeah. Make you pay for us. Give you something, all right? Yeah, but you already I'm mentioned, Gene, you had to go out of town. That's not the only reason why we've been off for a month. Yeah, Gene, where'd you go? You had to dip? Uh, yeah, I had to dip. Uh, went to Queens, New York, man. Um, my grandmother lives there. She's lived there since 1966, straight from Jamaica. And, uh, yeah, she's getting old, man. So I went out there to take care of grandma, make her some soup and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a, I'm a hell of a cook. You know what I mean? So she has a caregiver. So, um, you know, I made some soups and stuff to take care of her. And, uh, then I, you know, I, have, I brought my one wheel with me. I went out on the town and bounced around Jamaica Queens, got some slapping ass Jamaican jerk chicken from a handful of places. Uh, you know, just ate a bunch of good food. Uh, met uh, Prince Poe of uh, Organized Confusions, uh, DJ, dude named Jay. Shout out Jay if you happen to listen, you know. Had a nice conversation with him, music, life, hip-hop. And uh, then I, you know, visited the fam down in Dallas, man. So I was bouncing around quite a bit, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, made my way back to the city of Detroit. So, But, um, yeah, had a little one-way trip uh, with the one-wheel little adventure, man. Much-needed time off. And uh, like I said at the beginning of the recording, uh, I came back to work for about a week or so. I didn't feel too good the other day. I told him, you know, hey, I need the day off. I was, I had a, I had the BGS, man. My stomach was all messed up for something I ate, and I already know what it was, man. It was fucking McDonald's. Like I don't eat McDonald's, man. I ate McDonald's. My stomach was messed up. And the last thing I wanted to do was work with the BGS, and I don't ever call off. But that apparently that's COVID now. So I have to, uh. I have to get a test. I have to get a test or take ten days off. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna take the ten days off. That's fine. So I'll take my 10 days off and enjoy my life a little bit. Maybe get some recording done. There you go. You know what I mean? But, yo, back at it, man. So, you know what I'm saying? Weather's getting nice here in Detroit and shit and uh, starting to go outside, exercise and shit, man. Life is good, man. It's time to start growing some weed too, man. You can grow weed in, uh, in, uh, in Michigan. So, you know, that's what I'm into right now. You said you were in Queens, huh? Yeah, I was in Queens, man. Jamaica, Queens. It's fucking it's great there, man. So much culture and vibe and it's, it's dope. It's really, really dope. Is that old barber shop right there on the corner with the three old guys still there, man? <laughs> you go in, they're always just yelling at each other. Like, you must be out your goddamn mind. <laughs> there are actually so many barber shops in Queens. <laughs> There's a handful of them, and I actually happened to get my hair cut at one of them. And I didn't go to the one I saw, but the one I saw had a uh, Coming to America poster in it. So I don't know if that was novelty or if that might have been the actual barbershop 
I don't know. But I ended up going to a different barbershop. Um, and I stepped in. He, it happened to be slow. Like, they were getting ready to shut down. I told him I'd come back in the morning. He was like, no, have a seat. Got you. No no problem. And uh, I just kind of told him a little bit what to do with my hair. And honestly, it was one of the best haircuts I've ever had in my life, dude. dude Make it super, nice and neat. Yep. Super, super, <laughs> super chill, dude. Might I think he might have been African. You know what I mean? But, uh... Like he, he, he took care of my shit and made it one of the cleanest haircuts I've ever had, man. So I stepped out the barbershop, crispy on the one wheel, feeling fresh in Jamaica, Queens when I got there. You know what I'm saying? Like it was great. Jamaica, Queens is dope, man. I still haven't seen Coming to America 2 yet. Have you? I have. I have. I'm afraid it, to watch it. It's good. I mean, <laughs> every everybody always gives sequels a hard time. Like a sequel, I don't know. They just like you have to go in. Prepare to understand that I get to spin off of the first one. You know this what I mean? This one like, scares me, though, because it's PG-13. They took an R-rated classic and made it PG-13. I think it's a... Uh, major you know leap. If, it. It, if, if anything, if anything, PG-13 today is what rated R was back when the first one came out. I don't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm going to tell you right now, there's nothing that they really missed out that's any more extreme or less than this one. I think the rating scales completely changed. Okay. You know, they're instead of the Royal for uh, penis being clean, the Royal <laughs> vagina gets clean. You know what I mean? Like it's, okay. it's, it, it's just a flip flop of a different version. It's, it's Lion King part two. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just a different version of it. I thought it was funny as hell. Did I expect it to live up to um, coming to America one? Not at all. I never thought in a million years, this classic movie, for 25 years now, you know what I'm saying? Like they're going to top that now, you know, but they, did they put it together a great sequel? Absolutely. They fucking did. I think, I think the comedy was great. I think everybody did a great job. I loved uh, Arsenio Hall seeing him on, on screen again. You know what I mean? Like, no, it was, it was good, man. That shit was great. I'm, I'm putting my name on it, bro. It was great. Watch it. I haven't read reviews. Yeah. That's, Nothing, that, that's man. I've turned a complete blind eye to everything about this movie since it's release. I don't, Man, I don't know. Maybe I will watch it. I don't know. You're a trooper to do that, man. But I, I say, <laughs> I say watch it. Spend, spend a quick hour and 45 minutes, however long it is, you know what I mean, and, and check it out. I think Eddie Murphy did a good job, man. I think they put a, a great cast together. And it's just, it's part two, you know what I'm saying, 25 years later. It's, it's, if, if more or anything, it's just great to see, like, a reunion movie. You know what I'm saying? Even if you want to just call it that. It's, it's, it was entertaining, though. All right, maybe I'll have to take my ass back to Queens. Mm-hmm. You should, man. Queens. You should. Yeah. And then you went to fucking Dallas, too, huh? Yeah, Dallas, Texas, man. God damn, man. Fucking extravagant traveling. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Going all over. Hey. You know what, man? I, uh, I can't stay in the same place forever. I love Dallas, man. I've never been to Queens. I've been to Dallas a whole bunch of times. I love it there. Oh, yeah. You ever been to Deep Ellum, Dallas? I don't think I've been uh, in that particular area, but I've been ever, okay. everywhere else. If, if I ever happen to be in Dallas with you, we have to check out Deep Ellum. It's it's kind of the uh, it's kind of the, the the hangout hipster spot. Lots of breweries, handcraft cocktail bars. You know, full like fun nightlife. But it's a it's a cool vibe, man. Lots of art everywhere. Tons of cool graffiti and shit. It's a cool cool place. But we definitely got to hit up some breweries. You know what I mean? Like, like some cool, pretty. Like one of a kind breweries there, man. Some There's Dallas, great Texas beer in breweries. Texas, man. Great Absolutely. food. Mm-hmm. Everything's bigger in Texas, Gene. Everything. Everything. Dallas. Bigger. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get some of that Texas money, man. I'm trying to get some of that big oil money. Like I want I want to pull up with a with a like a double Hemi something, you know. I'm trying to uh, help my mother start an Airbnb in Dallas. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to let the money in our family prosper down to my nieces and nephews. That's my plan, you know. Help my mother out, and it'll help the uh, the rest of the siblings out. Oh, my nephew ain't getting shit. <laughs> I'm keeping it all. Yeah, you know, Egyptian scav. <laughs> Taking it all with me, goddammit. Dude, I'm not mad at you, man. Sometimes sometimes <laughs> it's just it's better that way. I mean, I worked hard for this. It's my money. I worked hard for it. You know, you gotta get your money. And that's the lesson in life anyway. Why, why would I hand you something to make your life easier so you can become like negligent to take care of shit that can make you a great person? Like, I'm not mad at you there, man. <laughs> Keep that shit. <laughs> Mine, Fuck them man. kids. Mine. <laughs> Fucking uh yeah, man, maybe we can take a little road trip or something, go out to Texas and hit up that deep elm. We got a bunch of people we know out there, so. Heck, yeah. I'd have to do that, a little road trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Road tripping. Speaking of fucking road trips, man, uh, I have an announcement. I've uh -oh. got a nice, good announcement here. Uh, last week, I went on the old internet, and I purchased two VIP tickets to the Bonnaroo Music Festival in lovely what? Manchester, Tennessee. Yes, I did. What? Oh, man. I am jealous as fuck. Early September. Congratulations, man. Thank you. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you, actually, because I've never been to Bonnaroo, and it's been on my list for years. And um, yeah, bro, that's awesome. I've never done anything like this in my life. Duh, I'm so fucking jealous. Anything man. like this. And since I'm a kid. Since I was a kid, I've always been fascinated with the original Woodstock Festival. It happened in the late 60s. Yeah. You know, not those shitty Woodstocks from the 90s where everyone came back like half raped and covered in HPV. Right. <laughs> Sliding right. around in all the <laughs> shit mud for three days. Holy shit. No. Right. <laughs> I like to hear about the original concert, you know, right. that was all about peace and love and music, you know? And uh, if you go on uh, some of these bonnaroo forums on the web there that uh seems like the vibe that's going on there man it just seems yeah. like a really peaceful lovely vibe that's happening there every year so uh that's what's up yeah everyone says it's very chill very chill and you can just really be yourself and kick back there and not worry about shit so uh yeah that definitely seems like it's uh my speed dude i love music festivals i uh i used to hit them up a lot more you know back in the day but like I don't know. A lot, a lot of festivals became a very commercial, you know, and I think uh, being in Detroit, I came from like the original movement, uh, you know, yeah. before it was called movement, the electronic music festival. That shit Damn. was free. You know, I, I've been to, I've been to more shows than most human beings will ever even accomplish in a portion of their lives. You know what I mean? Like, so it's hard for me to even keep track and count. But yeah, going to a festival, if it's the right vibe, like you're saying, man, like it is one of the most peaceful, enchanting things to have. Like you have like an instant community of people that are like minded music, number one, but they're all on like a let's be cool and chill and listen to music vibe. So that like brings up the frequency even higher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like no beef. Nobody's looking to fight or fuck on somebody else's bitch. You know what I mean? It's like, let's let's chill out. Let's do our fucking drugs. You know what I mean? Like, you, where's your tent? Let's be safe. Who you with? Okay. You know what I mean? And, like, everybody, like, goes there to, yeah, you go to the party. You go to there to have a good time. Have some drinks. You know, relax. Kind of tap into that spiritual, magical side of music, you know? And, like, enjoy it with other people, bro. 
That's mm-hmm. that's dope. The only thing that I can compare close to that, I went to uh, see Rage Against the Machine and uh, Wu Tang headline uh, "Rock the Bells" in Randall's Island in New York, and that was a that was a spectacle. They had two stages going on with artists I couldn't even keep up with. You know what I mean? And um, but can't say I've ever done like a a multiple day event. You know, like you're staying all weekend, right? Four days. Yeah, that's awesome, bro. Like I'm so <laughs> jealous. That's uh that's great. Like. In a magical world of me rearranging my schedule and maybe hitting big on uh, some more cryptocurrency, bro, I might meet you there. Yeah, I mean, somebody will be reselling some tickets here, I'm yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah, you're going to want to go VIP for sure. You're going to want to yeah. clamp it up. That's the way to go, honestly. So, yeah. But, uh, Fuck yeah. anything else, really. <laughs> yeah, man, going back to the vibe, though. Yeah, it just seems like that's going to be the place I'm going to want to be, you know, and the environment that I'm going to like. You already mentioned, you know. I'm not trying to have to fight six bros who, who want to rape my fine ass bitch during the festival, you know, <laughs> right, like right. I just want to chill and smoke a pound of weed during the four days that we're going to be there. You know, that's all. I hope I can survive it. I hope I can just survive this shit because uh, we're not fucking spring chickens anymore. Yeah, I definitely can't hang the way that I used to pace yourself, man. Yeah, like by 2 a.m. I'm fucking I'm ready for 10 hours of sleep. You know, like I said, we got the VIP tickets, so it puts us in a better area with a bigger tent and better amenities. So it shouldn't be a problem to like get some rest while we're there. But uh, I'm just wondering how it's actually going to go down, though. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who's playing when. I presume the bigger acts will probably play in the evening after dark. So like, there's a part of me that thinks like, Maybe we should sleep all day and then get up when it's getting dark so we can stay up all night. Hmm. Right? And then hmm. there's that part of me, that little devil <laughs> in his early 20s that sits on my shoulder that's like, let's get some coke, scab. <laughs> let's do some drugs, man. It's been 20 years, man, since you've really partied. You deserve it, man. He's <laughs> just right there. No, no, that isn't going to happen. Molly, Molly, Molly. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do any of that. No, that sounds horrible. No. I'm just going to drink Trulies and smoke weed, and uh, that'll be that, probably. Hopefully. Dude, and, and if you get, if you <laughs> maybe get your some, hands... Maybe, maybe some mushrooms. I'm, there it is. Maybe that's what I was going to say. If you get your hands on a couple mushrooms, hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with a couple of mushrooms. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. Maybe and I, I see them. Yeah, microdose a little bit. I would say like early midday. You know what I mean? So you still got the, like the rest of the day for it to wear off. Sometimes the sunshine is like warming, you know, kind of make keeps you in a good vibe. And then they wear off. And then, you know, after that, then you can switch over and, you know, get dark with it. You can start pounding the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of great bands and artists going to be there, dude. Uh, yeah. And I'm excited to see all of them. I'm excited who's, to see who, all of them. who are you most excited to see? Who's who's performing? Probably Foo Fighters is I'm the most excited to see. I've never seen Foo Fighters. And then Bro. second, it's probably Run the Jewels. Yeah, hell yeah. I was just watching old uh, Nirvana. Um, Nirvana's Unplugged is just classic to me. And uh, I was mentioning to someone they didn't know that the drummer to Nirvana is the lead to Foo Fighters. And the Foo Fighters, yeah. great band. Yeah, Dave Grohl, he's awesome. Yeah, Excellent. yeah totally. Like an idol. Idol for Dude. me. And and who 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 the fuck for crying out loud has like been able to say I've graced two awesome bands like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he has a he has a lot of like band worldly experience to say I was in this band and then I'm now the lead of this band. Like, bro, that's awesome. You know, up there with Chris Cornell is like 
the greatest rock stars of all time, honestly. Oh, know? yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You can put them on that list for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, a lot of bands are, though. Primus, Deftones, Incubus. Hip-hop-wise, not a lot. Uh, J.I.D.'s there. Ooh. Check him out. Yeah. Uh, uh, Megan the Stallion. Oh, yeah. Okay. Lizzo. Um, Ladies, right. I'd like to see Lizzo, too. Yeah, Lizzo, Lizzo's okay. Lizzo right. cries too much for me, but she's a good performer. <laughs> I hear she puts on a good show. Yeah, she's a great performer. <laughs> yeah. I, like, honestly, have you seen her Tiny Desk performance? No, I haven't. Dude, if you haven't seen her Tiny Desk, watch it, because she pulls out the flute and breaks down a flute solo and shit. Mm -hmm. She's a talented musician. Like, what bullshit. She, she kills it, actually. She yeah. kills it. I love Tiny Desk performances. But uh, as a person, like, I, I used to follow her on IG, but I was like, God damn, are you crying again? And I just got over it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you're, you're fat. Okay, all right. People body shame. All right. Yeah, yeah that's like your thing. Got it. But I, I don't know. I was over it. So, crying but, all the but, time. Jeez. Yeah, she's crying too much for me. But 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 let me not too, be too dark. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's a great performer. Her tiny desk is amazing. I'm promoting her as an artist. Like, yeah, check her out. For real. Yeah. Lizzo, one of the artists. Yeah. Performing at Bonnaroo this year. Yeah. And run the motherfucking jewels, goddammit. Holy mm -hmm. shit. Like, that, that's super exciting. Like, I, I have tickets to see them with um, fucking uh, Rage Against the Machine when that comes around. Still. Yeah, still. 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 Yeah, I sold half of them. Kept the other half, but still got tickets. It'll happen. Yeah, totally. Soon enough. Yep. Someone who won't be performing at the festival this year, though. <laughs> uh, DMX. Ooh. Yeah. Fucking DMX. Lost another heavy hitter. <laughs> heavy hitter. He's the original Earl. <laughs> Earl Simmons. <laughs> Late 90s, uh, early 2000s fucking rap monster, dude. Man. When DMX hit the fucking scene. Dude, he was a big, big deal back then. He the day. came in with a big chest, shaved head, chest pumped out, just like flexing on him. Like, everybody get the fuck out the fucking way. You know what I mean? Like, he was a beast. And you're probably going to mention this in your introduction to him, but like, as an artist, he came in and kicked down the door with two albums, like his debut. They right. Both at number one. That's... Fucking, that's fucking insane. Who He's the that? first artist to debut an album at the number one spot five times in a row, actually. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Did it Jesus. five times. First artist to ever do it, man. The guy wow. was massive. Wow. Yeah. Five times. I didn't know that stat. That's crazy. Five times, my friend. Like, yeah. I, I, knew, I knew about the two albums the first year, of course, which is amazing. Who the fuck does that? But five times? Yeah, like, did it bro. three more times after that. That's wild, dude. He, yeah, DMX was a fucking monster. He fucking brought the hard shit back for sure, man. Brought it back to the radio. And you know what? And DMX wasn't like the greatest lyricist in the world. Nobody said that. You know what I mean? But as far as connecting to his audience, like he connected to his fucking audience. So oh, he absolutely. was a master of ceremonies. He was definitely a sick MC, you know, to have a crowd chanting an anthem, you know, what? What? Like that, that, the building would rattle, you know what I mean? With his audience just following him and just him commanding a crowd. Like he was, he was sick with it. Oh, he's awesome, dude. Bro. And then he came with the poetry shit, you know what I'm saying? Where he'd say a prayer or some shit. And, you know, and again, it wasn't the best wordplay in the world, but he definitely had like the, the he, he captured your mind. And at the end of the day, as an MC, that's the, that's the thing you need to do the most. What are you doing to touch the people? The people were mesmerized by his voice his his delivery, his 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 emotion that he put into his words, and I think really, 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 that's where DMX resonated and blew up as an artist because he had so much emotion 
and every single thing that he said, whether he was, you know, talking about a girl, you know, how is it going down? Like you could kind of feel where he's coming from, that emotion you have with a girl from the from the rhymes in, in the prayer. You know, you, you almost feel like, man, do I need to get down on my knees and pray right now myself listening to this? You know, and then with those Anthony ass songs, you know, the Rough Riders anthem, mm-hmm. you know, you just it was shit you could work out to. It was shit that you would just act stupid with your friends to. But so much energy built up behind that. Of course, you wanted to come and see him perform you know, and uh, grab a hold of his music, man. That shit was fucking wicked crazy. You already mentioned, yeah, he wasn't the greatest lyricist. I mean, not compared to Jay-Z or anything, but I mean, at the time, he was probably getting way more dollars put into him than Jay-Z was. Yeah, absolutely. And and don't get me wrong, and let me, me, I'm going to back up off my statement for a minute because he he did a, a series of songs where he was rapping back and forth with the devil, Damien, was one of them. Yeah. Omen. Omen was the other one with featuring Marilyn Manson. Yep. And I want to say this was before. Ah, what, what, what year did that come out? This, I want to say this is 98. Know, 98. Right. So this was. Yeah. So it, it was kind of a play off of uh, Eminem's guilty conscience going back and forth with Dre. But having that altered ego where he's himself and playing the role of the devil. But then you put, had to put dialogue together on the paper where these two characters are going back and forth. And you kind of want it to be a little bit of equal delivery. This person's talking and that person's talking. They're both playing a different role. But, yeah. I mean, he's writing a script. He's writing a movie. And you were able to literally picture this moment in time, of, like the feeling even for that matter of the, like you said, the evil scab wants to say, do some coke, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you you could actually feel the, the your own altered egos kind of start to take control. And then – you find yourself like kind of in like you kind of cheering Damien on at one point of the song. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're like, yeah, get in his head devil. <laughs> you know what I mean? But for him to even write the lyrics in that pattern and way and display it. And then you find yourself even like kind of cheering the devil on in a certain way. It, it, it just incredible, incredible, incredible to be able to touch a crowd and an audience like that. So I'm gonna back up off that lyrics is point. Not a Jay-Z, not an Eminem, not a, you know, a, a big L, but God damn, could he put together words that made you connect with him as an artist, for sure. I'm just comparing him to Jay-Z, because I feel like they both came up at the exact same time. Like, yeah. they both pretty much blew at the same time. Like, they yeah. did that Hard Knocks tour together way back in the day. Like, Which was incredible. Those dudes were neck and neck for a while. Yeah. Yeah. For a while. Absolutely. But yeah. Some motherfuckers just uh, go different routes, though, you know? Yeah. And try and find other ways to diversify. So that's why Hove probably made some better moves, man. Yeah. Made some better moves. DMX, like, he tried to be like a serious actor for a little bit there. Yeah. He was in, uh, what that, that movie, Belly? Yeah. Hype, Hype Williams movie with Belly's uh, Nas. great. Yeah. That was a great movie. Fuck yeah. yeah it's dude. It's like a fucking two hour music video, man. Cold classic, honestly. Yeah. Hype Williams yeah. is great, man. He's like the black Zack Snyder. Dude, com- complete flex. Like, Hype Williams is the definition of 90s hip-hop videos. Like, he's the definition of it. Like, one day there's going to be, like, a Hype Williams filter for Snapchat or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, where, where like, you're looking through a globe and it's bouncing in and out or something. You know what I mean? And the lights are spinning around. It's yeah. going to be the Hype Williams filter. Like, he he is, like, the definition of 90s hip-hop music videos for sure. He did, he did everybody's <laughs> videos. Being a puffy coat with a, a fisheye lens. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> Puffy, shiny coat. Laser fucking. show behind me. Extreme yeah. color changes, purple to green. You know what I'm saying? Like different scenes. like Slow-mo. Like, slow-mo, <laughs> flashy, bright. Like, man, his his videos were like a definition. 
again of hip hop into the nineties. Like there's no way around it. You can't, you can't watch two nineties music videos in a row without seeing another hype Williams video. You know what I mean? Like yeah. by the time you get to the third one, it's another hype Williams video. Fucking belly. Yeah. Straight up. Fuck gangster D ass movie too, man. DMX. DMX is gangster as hell, man. He just wanted to stay gangster pretty much. Oh. What was your favorite DMX song? You want to hear it? Yeah. Like to hear it? Here it go. What's on God? Think it's mine. What? Fucking with me. I know somebody is stuck in the tree. Yeah. Like a cat. Yeah. This is my shit right here. Yeah. You got niggas coming? Where they at? Right where? Yeah. I think I'm like, yeah. Third cut on his first uh, first record plays right after the Rough Riders anthem. So the intro, Rough Riders anthem, and then this kicks on. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm in full gear at this point. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, um, I have my new mixer here, and I, I was wondering if I might be able to play a, one of my favorite DMX songs to you. You remember this one? Of course I do. <laughs> this is DMX's How's It Going Down. And uh, when it, when this song came out, it was it was like the smooth DMX. You got to see the soft side of him, the side that he was like, uh, he had a girl that he was trying to, you know, follow behind in, uh, in court, if you want to say that. Fuck, if you will. But uh, I, I felt like I was, I was DMX with every single girl I met. And like, I had to play her this song like, you know, what's up, baby? You know, are you with me or what? What's that? Remember this video? Yeah. That was my shit, man. That was my shit back in the day when that shit came out. Yeah, a little softer side of DMX with that song there. Yeah, yeah. I, and actually, I loved I loved his hype side too. But that was the that was probably the DMX song I played the most. You know, if I if I had a life uh, playlist and I could look back at all my count my play counts, that that was my number one DMX song that I played the most. I like the gangster shit, man. I like when D's gangster. Dude, I, I do too, man. Like that that was like, yeah. If you listen to the rest of the albums, you know what I mean? I probably got a handful of songs that are just him gnarly and gritty and shit, honestly. But I don't know. He 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 touched me, you know? He touched me in that song, you know? Man, that's probably why I like DMX for as long as I did, because he was fucking always so gangster, man. Yeah. Always so gangster. He didn't want to fucking play the game. Yeah. yeah he didn't yeah. want to fucking play the game. He didn't want no driver's license, man. He didn't Dude. want no fucking driver's license, but he didn't want to pay no chauffeur either. Right. <laughs> right? So, like, he was in and out of jail, like, 30 different times. Over and over 30 and over. 30 different times, yeah, for various offenses, uh, including <laughs> robbery, assault, mm. carjacking, mm. reckless driving, mm. driving under the influence, unlicensed driving, drug possession, probation violation, Failure to pay child support, pretending to be a federal agent, tax evasion, and animal cruelty. Mm, mm, mm. And to be honest with you, that last one there is the only one that I'm really not cool with. Yeah. <laughs> that, that animal Straight cruelty, enough. man. I'm, I'm fine with, 
you know, a motherfucker committing any one of those offenses that DMX has also committed, except for that animal cruelty. And that's Dude, just, like, that's, uh, that's the stamp in court, like, you're an asshole. Like, yeah, man, that's just not <laughs> everything right. else is forgivable. You could have had a bad day. You could have had a drug abuse problem. We could forgive all that shit. But if you're, you're cruel to animals, no, 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 no. You're an asshole. <laughs> well, to speak more about this subject now, uh, we have a special guest joining us now live in the studio. Uh, right now, we have one of DMX's old dogs. Welcome, dog. <laughs> it's great to have you. First question, how long did you live with DMX? <laughs> I see. I see. Um, and did you ever see or experience any kind of abuse from DMX during your time there? <laughs> oh my well that's horrible that's horrible to hear let me ask you this do you think that he was just a troubled individual and maybe in his heart he was actually a, a, a good person maybe deep down <laughs> oh well hmm. Damn. Hmm. i mean you went through a little abuse i mean but i mean you were at least fed and uh i mean that was okay, at least, right? You were well taken care of? <laughs> well, he's, the dog's taken care of, at least. I mean, most dogs don't get that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get it worse. I mean, I, mean I, hate to, I hate to say it to your face like that, you know, but I mean. Were you sad to hear uh, of uh, your former master's passing, dog? <laughs> well, I can understand why you wouldn't be. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't blame him. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Um, let me ask you this, dog. DMX is the biggest dog. Uh, do you think uh, you think he went to heaven? Damn, damn, right? I know the dog just really does not like DMX. <laughs> what you say? He'll be smoking rocks down with that motherfucker. Oh. God damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> damn. <laughs> all right all right jeez all right well dog we won't keep you we won't keep you uh do you have anything uh else you would like to say uh about dmx before we uh let you off the leash here <laughs> well you said it all dog jeez all right well uh, hey there goes dmx's dog everybody dmx dog all right yes good boy Good boy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the dog in the studio here. Damn. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I had to antagonize my poor pug for a, for a whole minute to say? get that DMX dog audio there. I can't believe he was living his life like that for that long, man. What was going on? He should have SOS somebody. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, I, I, I couldn't have lived in those conditions, but I mean, if that's what the fuck he did, I mean... I guess it's hard to leave that celebrity life sometimes, you know what I mean? It's probably harder for a dog to live in the house with me, just antagonizing it. <laughs> Get fucking sound bites and shit. Man, motherfuckers should send Patreon money to my dog, Herbie. If anything, yeah. <laughs> for real. I'll make sure he gets all the treats. All right, that's poor like Herb. Poor antagonized Herb, man. If, uh, you know, if the audience wants to give him some money, man. He just I've wants heard treats. I've heard dogs SOS, like you let them out in the front yard and they give that extra long howl. <laughs> Help me. 
He feed me that bullshit. <sighs> I haven't pooped in a week. <laughs> I can assure you that's not my dog. <laughs> my dog shits all the time. and uh, He's just a very good voice actor. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, shit. We'll be right back. <laughs> You're listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show. Coming soon to HBO Max, there will be blood, the Paul Thomas Anderson cut. After the release of the Snyder Cut, HBO Max is proud to present all the other director's cuts, featuring all the extra shit the fans have been clamoring for. Like this sneak preview, there will be blood, the Paul Thomas Anderson cut. Good evening, everybody. As many of you may already know, my name is Daniel Plainview. And this is my son, H.W. Say hi, H.W. Well, he doesn't really feel like saying hi right now. To be perfectly honest, he really doesn't say a lot ever. But that's alright. We've already spoken with the first group. They were the group that were here just before you. You are the second group. I would have very much liked to have combined all of the group together, but you see, this building is just not big enough. Which is alright. Buildings nowadays just aren't very big. Earlier, HW and I, we uh, came in by train. Which is pretty much the only way of getting around these days. Aside from a horse or uh, little automobiles that are starting to come out. We very much enjoy traveling by train. I don't mind the automobiles. I would very much like to see them evolve into something greater. Right now, they are pretty much just very loud, slow-moving buggies. But that's all right. We'll still travel in them if we have to. Earlier, H.W. and I had some lunch, just up the road a little bit. Went in and ordered ourselves a couple of steaks. I had them cook mine medium rare, that's how I like mine, and H.W. had his medium well. He's still on the younger side, he's probably, I don't know, nine or ten. You see H.W. here, you see? He's uh, very nicely dressed, a nice outfit that we probably got it from Woolworths or something. I've noticed that there aren't many black people out here. In fact, I haven't seen any at all. Have you seen any HW? And we've been all over. We've been to New York and we've been to Florida and Michigan, Illinois, South Dakota, and Arkansas. There are black people there, African-Americans, but we have not seen any since we have been here. I'm, I'm starting to believe that there are no black people in the West. There will be blood, the Paul Thomas Anderson cut, coming soon to HBO Max.
the cutting edge. There is no radio station kicks as much ass as you all do. Online and on your smartphone. Strangelabel.com And now, welcome back to the Fake Ass Radio Show. Yeah, we back. Stab Gene. <laughs> yeah, there will be blood. The PTA cut. Yeah, that's coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> Directors uh, cut everything. Just give me give me exactly what the director meant to put out, not what was edited by the fucking the movie company. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me that director's cut all the time now. That's what we want. Hey. We want all that extra shit. I want that director's <laughs> shit. It needs to be in there. Man. Uh, <laughs> Give me that. That was fun doing that. <laughs> God damn it. Movie shit. Movie shit. Yeah. How about we get into some music shit? What do you say? Man, you know I already love that music shit, man. Let's go. Let's get it. All right. Let's get into some fucking trouble. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I got a place to go. Well, I got the music. Well, I got a place to go. Well, I got a place. Well, I got a place. Well, I got a place to go. Well, I got the music. Well, I got a place to go. What you got for me tonight? You know, tonight I'm going to get a little gritty and gnarly. You know what I'm saying? I'm usually in a nice, smooth little vibe for some hip-hop shit, man. But I'm playing Moneybag Yo tonight. And the name of this song is Time Today. And this is like an anthem song for me. Like, Kanye West, Can't Nobody Tell Me Nothing. And this song, Time Today by Moneybag Yo. These are my two songs for 2021. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm all about money and, like, doubling up this year and like i don't know man this is just a mode so you know this is a song to get loose to get a little vibe off of it you know what i'm saying and hopefully you know you can you can find the frequency i'm on right now but you only hear this on the fake ass radio so with scab d and gene techman i just looked at my wrist i got time today fuck it i'm crossing the line today the hate be so real the love be fake be bumping their gums and bumping my tape don't go against me they ask for my help go get out your feelings and get it yourself might got the same shoes but you ain't gonna step that shit that you just put out you could have kept yep she got a nigga, he got a shirt. Why? You can't compete when you can't compare. Here. She ate the dick through my underwear. Ugh. Got up and got herself out of there. I see they put me on memes and things. Don't speak on my life without knowing the real. Eight figures a year, what it cost me to live. Don't hold it, just say what you feel. But watch your mouth before I fly at your bitch. Where? To a place that she didn't know exist. Mediterranean water my wrist. Bitch. Keeping on piss how I'm talking my shit. Six figure check for a show, man, I'm lit. lit. Let's celebrate now, my bag legit. Go. These niggas with me with whatever I'm with. Yeah. Didn't know who did it, got everybody hit. Bitch. Brr. I don't like niggas, I don't like bitches, I don't like nobody, nobody, nobody. We can get gangster, we can keep it cordial. How you wanna go back? How you wanna do it? I don't backtrack, man. Fuck that. I don't miss nobody. I don't miss nothing. Left it on scene. I ain't right back. I don't trust nobody. Period. I just looked at my wrist. I got time today. Fuck it, I'm crossing the line today. These bitches are crying, be lying in your face. Back. Slicker than us, gotta know how they play. If the money went straight, you wouldn't be here today. I ain't in mind, show know what to say. You ain't me, so it's hard to relate. What? How much cash I fuck off 
shop every day. Big bag. Don't play with me, baby. Go play with your pussy. You see him in person, these niggas be shook. A hunch or it cost you a quavo to book me. I'm worth it, the proof in the pudding. Surrounded by bitches. I'm looking like William, but they ain't my girlfriend. Nah. Bro, I'ma spin on your block back to back when they finish. It look like the world end. Nah. I ain't asked for it, they did it to me. What? Niggas exposing their hands for free. Get caught in the middle, that's bullseye. You got hit, but we were targeting heat. Him. Popping my shit with a capital P. Caps. SRT, red eye, red key. Mm. Might be ugly, but my bitch pressure. Bad. She ain't even sneeze, but still I bless her. I true. I don't like niggas, I don't like bitches, I don't like nobody, nobody, nobody. We can get gangster, we can keep it cordial. How you wanna go back? How you wanna do it? I don't backtrack, man. Fuck that. I don't miss nobody. I don't miss nothing. Left it on scene. I ain't right back. I don't trust nobody. Period. I just looked at my wrist, I got time today. Fuck it, I'm crossing the line today. I just looked at my wrist, I got time today. Fuck it, I'm crossing the line today. I just looked at my wrist, I got time today. Hey, 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 damn, okay. That shit knocks, don't it? That's the vibe, man. Like, I got time today. Like, I'm taking care of my business today. Like, I'll take care of you too. Like, any any other questions? Like, we could get gangster or we could handle this cordial. How you want to do it? But I got time today. <laughs> man, I got nothing but time today. Time to record a fucking podcast for an hour. I got a fucking brisket <laughs> on the smoker already that I've been fucking looking at. What? Dude, I gotta go to the fucking around the corner to the beer store. I gotta fucking fill up a CO2 tank because I gotta fucking put that back on my kegerator. I got time today. Dope. Gotta go to the bank. Dude, I, I, I try to curve the red meat, man, but I love some brisket, bro. Brisket's good, man. Oh, I fuck up a brisket for real. Best oh, man, brisket I, in this fucking whole country, man. My house. Dude, I, I know you could throw down on some brisket, man. I'm gonna have to try some of your brisket sometime. Do you, do you get the Costco brisket, man? Where you get your brisket from? I like Costco briskets. I don't mind them. Yeah. Costco, I, I, Gordon's, it's all good no, to me. Yeah, Costco briskets are pretty fucking good. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for the Costco briskets. Smoke them right speaking, up. Speaking of Costco, man, like I, I, I like to eat healthy and shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I try to stay away from fast food and shit and be on my organic tip as much as possible. But sometimes I break down and shit. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I, I haven't eaten a fucking hot dog in years. It's been years, you know? And uh, you, you've mentioned these Costco hot dogs before in the past, man. Yeah, they're good. And I, I walk past this fucking motherfucking thing all the fucking time. I might get a, like a slice of cheese pizza or some shit like that. You know, I feel like I'm I'm already being bad. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm going to stay away from the processed meats and shit. <laughs> and like, you know, I got yeah, for a dollar fifty. you know what I'm saying? You get a hot dog and a fucking drink. You know what I'm saying? That's it's a the hook best hot meal. dog ever. That's a hookup of a meal. And I was like, you know, it's a dollar fifty. Let me go see what one of these hot dogs that Scav D was talking about. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get one of these fucking hot dogs. And uh yeah, I uh I got I got myself a fucking hot dog, you know, it's, a, it's in a bag and shit, and I opened the motherfucker up and like, do I realize it's not a fucking hot dog, but it's a hot sub. It's a fucking goddamn huge ass fucking gigantic fucking hot dog, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like like literally popping out of the ends of the bun, you know what I mean? I'm like, holy fucking shit, this is huge, you yep. know what I mean? And uh, put, put I put my condiments on it, you know, and uh, I, I took a bite out of it and realized, like, goddamn, goddamn it, Scav D is fucking right. This is the best goddamn, <laughs> this is the best goddamn hot hot dog. Goddamn it, I'm saying that loud, a hot dog I've ever had in my goddamn life. And holy shit, every time I go to Costco now, I have to battle with myself to walk past this motherfucker every goddamn time. <laughs> And uh, yeah, the hot dog is fucking delicious, man. So yeah, I, I want to thank you and tell you fuck you at the same time because now <laughs> I have a I have a new addiction I need to avoid. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Always welcome. <laughs> abide by my horrible food habits. God damn it. Anytime but wait, you I, want. You know, and, and God damn it, I got time today, so I'm probably going to be going to Costco, God damn it. But anyways, <laughs> so uh, Scab, what you playing today? Quarter man? pound all beef hot dog. You can't beat it. 
That man is fucking all bullshit, beef. Man. That's why you can do that, right? Because yeah, you don't that's what that, that's why I broke the rules because it's all beef. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can't. I haven't eaten a swine hot dog since I was a kid, and I was probably eating like a Vienna sausage out of a can or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, but uh, but honestly, nah, man, I, I don't I don't do the hot dog tip. But goddamn, the motherfuckers are the they're good. Uh, yeah, and the <clears throat> like giant sub bun for them too. You could oh, get a man. giant bun for it too if you want. Yeah, man. Just ridiculous. Like it, 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 it was tasty, man. It was a tasty burger. <laughs> <laughs> if you throw them on a grill and char them up too, they're even better. Yeah, that's really how I like to have my hot dogs. I like to split them down the middle so you can flatten them, get the inside nice and seared and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the old Chicago style fucking way of hooking a hot dog up. You know what I mean? Oh man, don't even get me started about Chicago shit. They got a Portillo's <laughs> that they opened up right up the street from me, dude. Holy Uh-oh. shit! Oh. I'll See, I don't know about Portillo's, Fucking up the Portillo's. Yeah, Polish sausage and shit. Yeah, you, I don't know if they're uh, an all-beef hot dog there. I'm not sure. Well, they they got to uh, figure it out. They have to get some substitutes in there or some shit. Dude, double bacon cheeseburger, man. It's fucking killer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man, you. god damn it. <laughs> so what you playing tonight, man? I'm going to play Nori, classic dude. And uh, he's got a song called Out of Line. I'm sure it's going to probably be featured on a possibly a upcoming album of his we're not talking nori like noriega are we of like drunk kings like that podcast you're talking nori that's a nori n-o-r-e nori rapper right yeah 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 he has his own podcast drunk kings yeah 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 okay just want to make sure i was on the same page of a nori and it wasn't like nori paper like n-o-r-i or you know like a different thing you know podcaster huh yeah yeah absolutely one of the one of the top five hip-hop listen to podcasts Drunk Kings. He has all types of people come on and they take shots and they get drunk. Where's he from? Queens. New York. Is it Queens? Motherfucking Queens. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I'm yep, just looking yeah. at this now. How about yep. that? How about that? Well, there you go, man. We find this guy Noriega linking up with Conway the Machine and Method Man in this song out of line here. So, oh, yeah. My goodness gracious. Uh, linking up with some New York Giants for real. I guess this, uh, this episode is heavy. Heavy on the New York hip-hop artists, I guess. New York what? Shout out to the homie Joe living in Queens. I'm going to forward you the link to this podcast, homie, and just know that I shouted you out. Can't wait to meet up with you again, my man. Last song of the night, Nori, out of line, featuring Conway the Machine, Method Man. Big-ass radio show, Scav, Gene. See him talking from the sideline, they out of line. Talking down on the slime, man, they out of line. See him talking from the sideline, they out of line. Talking down on the slime, man, they out of line. I was in Madrid, Spain on some other shit. Connect, he got the call. He had the plug on the mothership. Suicide opium, cocaine, biscayne. Cuban cigar shit, still I'm on my mob shit. Still I'm selling diesel like Busta Rhymes armpit. I used to sell coke to my man Pop. He could get it elsewhere, but elsewhere was all ops. The lesser evil, good and bad, like a paralegal. My dudes in Boston, they got rich off the dog food. Always saying all dogs and make big dog moves. 2021, 60 no diamond, camouflage AP, or you oak offshore, and only gonna rock it when I'm offshore. The big chain, I only rock on occasions. We eating with the Asians, Beverly Hills crustaceans. Listen, I drink more Ace than Hove do. This the new me, remind me of the old. 
told you that Moussain got me feeling like an Arab prince. 2022, engines start with fingerprints. Let a dude diss me. I promise you won't see him since. See him talking from the sideline, they out of line. Talking down on the slime, man, they out of line. See him talking from the sideline, they out of line. Talking down on the slime, man, they out of line. See him talking from the sideline, they out of line. Talking down on the slime, man, they out of line. See him talking from the sideline, they out of line. Talking down on the slime, man, they out of line. Hear him talking from the sidelines, they out of line. 50 on his head, that won't affect my bottom line. Bottom line, niggas think it's sweet, he must be out his mind. You know the model, drums in the carbon when it's throttle time. Before rap, I sold a lot of crack to see my dollar signs. So I was fine before I signed my name on the dotted line. I'd have climbed to the top in a very short amount of time. And I ain't jot a line, still I'm the hottest in a lot of miles. Shifted the culture, only thing left for me to do was get richer than Oprah. Bitches got my dick on a post. Richer than most of the niggas that was sneak dissing me. These niggas is broke. I'm rapping with a chip on my shoulder. Yeah. Niggas assumed I was starting to fall. From king to a guard, billboard charted with bars. Had to prove I hustle harder. I'm smarter than y'all thought. One more album and I'm done with all parties involved. See him talking from the sideline, they out of line. Talking down on the slime, man, they out of line. See him talking from the sideline, they out of line. Talking down on the slime, man, they out of line. Line. See him talking from the sideline, they out of line. Talking down on the slime, man, they out of line. See him talking from the sideline, they out of line. Talking down on the slime, man, they out of line. Hey, what's good, slime? We just drawing rappers without a line. I get crayon beats, kids be coloring out of line. Now it's game on beat, picture puppy without the shine. Arm and Jorba, but with water, make mine an alkaline. Y'all taking orders and paying for it. Y'all pay for mine, a steep fee, but knowledge is free. Y'all just don't pay no mind. I don't hate on these rappers. I hate the way they rhyme. I'm pissed in the palace. Been bad boy since 89. Coach is shooting the Chuck daily. I trust really. I trust a friend even then. Ryan W. Mellon. PB and Jelly. Now Robert Kelly the caught a felon. Who would have thought that your life was short as my part in Bella? Don't need a beat. I go acapella. Yeah, acapella. Cause it sound better than acapella. Don't spell check me. Meth Jack and my comrade from left rap. Ain't no just us. It's just Method Man? Yeah, Method Man. Rapid Pontiac. <laughs> Doing a video with uh, who? Ill, Ill Will. Ill Will. Yeah. Ill Will yep. Yeah, yep. Well, there you go, man. Yeah, Talking man. About Method Man. Beastie rappers right there, man. All Noriega, of them. Conway the Machine. Yeah. Noriega, Noriega you know, he, 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 he cut a track and paid for some features, but he had some really great features because Conway and Method Man just don't fucking miss, man. They just are beastie, beastie, beastie rappers all the time. Every song they do. They did that song Lemon Together. Fucking savage. That was my verse of the year last year, Method Man's verse, man. He's, he's, he's a goddamn rap god in every dimension. I'm inclined to agree with you there, Gene. Yeah, man. And then you let me know. You you were the one that broke it down to me that he doesn't curse in his rhymes. Like, he literally writes his rhymes, and 
you got to give respect to that. That he's not just like throwing out a motherfucker just to, you know. <laughs> so you ignorant niggas hear me. Right. <laughs> you know, he's actually putting his words together. You know, got to respect and love that shit. It's like Rock Him. Yeah, man. Rock Him never like Rock really him. swore. I don't think. Yeah, got Rock Him never swore. Rock Him still doesn't swear. And he's what he has a, the beginning verse of Busta Rhymes' uh, latest album. And he still puts it down the same fucking way. Like, he literally writes his rhymes. And I want every single person to hear this. I want little kids to hear this. I want them to listen to these words and understand that I'm, like, spitting. I'm saying real shit. And you might find some fun riddle rhymes about the streets in what I'm saying. But, like, I'm, I'm going to make this completely PG rated. So everybody from young kid to senior citizen might be able to appreciate this as an art form called hip-hop one day. You know what I mean? There you go. But sometimes you got to say motherfucker, you know? <laughs> the N-word. <laughs> the N-word. <laughs> Niggas. I, see, I can say it. You can't scav, okay? <laughs> you have to fill in the blank with the N-word every single time just so we know that you really mean that you don't really want to say it. But I have to think about it. Exactly. We've already talked you know. about this. Yeah, Louis C.K. <laughs> old Louis C.K. bit. Like, I say the N-word and I make you say it in your head. Yeah, make me say it. Make, <laughs> make me say it again. Make you racist. Well, <laughs> or make other Who's white people. Not here? you, but I make other white people racist by saying yeah, the N word to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know that word. <laughs> anyway, God damn it, dude. Let's get out of here. Yeah. I got time. How does it go? I got time today. I, I got time today. I got time today, man. Where can the audience find you? Yo, I'm Gene Techman. You can find me at G-E-A-N-T-E-C-H-M-A-N. It's pretty universal on all of my social media platforms. It's not just Google me. You'll find my name someplace, and we'll connect to the next link, to the next link, to the next link, and I'll talk to you there. All right? Uh, Perspective-changing hip-hop sponge. Man, the host of the fake-ass radio show, Scav D. Where can I find you, homie? All over the interwebs. I'm Scav D, short for Scavenge Detroit. Give me a Google. And then when you're done doing that, look up the Fake Ass Radio Show and all our social medias, all right? Hit them all up. Follow the shit out of us everywhere. Check out the links and all of our bios, our shop nows, our fucking all of our shit, all of our fine people over at Modest Mix <clears throat> Meister, and get yourself something good from our sponsors, okay? And with that, again, I'm Scav. And I'm Gene Techman. You're now tuned into the Fake Ass Radio Show. Have a good afternoon. Or Easter. <laughs> he is risen. He is risen. God damn, I was waiting for you to get up, man. Shit, it's been so fucking long. He got time Fuck. today. <laughs> hey! Happy 420, everybody. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Which is probably today now, if you're listening to this and it's brand new and it's dropping. Hey, whenever you're listening, <laughs> we're glad that you are listening. Thank you very, very much. Yeah. Good day. Bucka, 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 bucka. Thank <laughs> you.